It's been a while, Luigi. No. I know. Where have you been? Like geographically or, or mentally? Both. Both. Uh, geographically in, uh, in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. Mentally all over the place. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Same. And you? And you? Same. Except not geographically in Spain. Uh, geographically in and around London, but mentally everywhere as well. It's been, a, it's been an interesting nice. couple of weeks. And uh, I guess we should just apologize to our listeners who, who are here. You know, they're, they're refreshing that feed on a Monday evening and they're just, I don't know, I can imagine looking out, it's yeah. raining, which mirrors yeah. their internal emotions and they're just thinking. Yeah. Washing solutions and, and just saying, hey, this is not the same. I need the sign by us to accompany it's, me in this. Exactly, exactly. In this exactly isolation moments, yeah. It's, it's a weird um, thing, isn't it? It's a weird thing, the emotional connection people have with podcasters do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's such a strange format it's such it, it a feels format. like it's part it's part of your day-to-day and like that person is even though they don't know it but they are there for for those moments like walking to the boss the boss waiting for like a lecture or well now if we have lectures huh? but yeah 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 do you feel like podcasters are your friends um no i don't think so Okay, so obviously you get less emotionally attached than I do. Okay, yeah. So um, let, let's. Uh, so you let's think crack Scott Galloway is your friend? Yeah, Scott Galloway, Car- uh, okay. Cara uh, Swisher. Yeah. Okay. All the ATP guys. And you, you, you make friends really easy. I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure about that, but yeah. <clears throat> um. Cool, 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 cool. So let let's get on with it. So imagine, okay. Um, imagine that you know we've got a perfect podcast schedule set out for the next three weeks, and then out of nowhere, Apple just come and drop an event. So we have to change everything. We have to change all of our diaries. If we're in the office, we have to work from home. If we're working from home, we have to make sure that we're in a quiet spot. And then we've got to try and get this this uh, this podcast out and recorded because we're an Apple show, kind of. What do you think about that? No, no, we are, we are not. We just appreciate their their design values and we just share them. Do you, do you um, think there was enough stuff? An Apple show. Do you think there was enough stuff in this event to, to cover today? I think there is just enough. It depends on how geeky you want to get into Okay, well, let's get into it then. Let's get into it. I'm ready. Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm Um, ready. Okay, so for those of you who didn't didn't watch it, Apple just had an event the 15th of October. Oh, 15th of September. This is where my mind is not right now. 15th of September, they just released an event. They just released (laughs) an iPad Air. And, well, a new set of iPads, actually. And a, the new Apple Watch and a new Apple Watch SE. So we're gonna be like covering this and what this means and what we think um, this might mean in the market. All right, let's go chronologically. So where they started, they started with the Apple Watch. And um, do you have any initial thoughts, like overall? I mean, just before then, I was I was pretty pissed off that um, I'm not sure if we can say that word. I, I, I just just before just before we get into the Apple Watch, I was pretty miffed um, that they weren't going to include um, the iPhone in this event. I was I sat down expecting to hear all about the new iPhone, but uh, yeah. I guess that guess they decided to scrap it. And apparently, okay. the, the rumors so, came out a few day, a few hours beforehand saying it wasn't going to yeah, be yeah. there. Events over event overall. Okay, I just imagine. I mean, you have run events. Of course, you haven't run an event of the magnitude that's that the the Apple of the. It's not an event. It's a movie. Yeah, the the documentary of of Apple. Would you would you say that they recorded the thing and just a few hours before they pulled it back because of whatever reason? No way, no way, no way. No? It's supply chains and stuff like that. These things take months and weeks to set up. 
So why would you say why would you say they like imagine they they release it and they were planned they the recording said hey we're gonna release it release it I don't know in October or something like that and then the supply the the manufacturing process is set like two days ago hey this is not gonna happen because of COVID or whatever and then they just had to pull the whole thing and for them it wasn't worthwhile announce a product today that is gonna be sell selling in the next two months so so the way that the way that I heard about the way that what I actually read about the way leaking works, because it's quite interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, apparently these days, Apple are now actually putting out misinformation out there mm-hmm. um, in, in a bid to kind of combat leakers. They're kind of the, the attitude is that, and this is all speculation, right? But the attitude is that we can't stop the leakers. So let's just flood the market with loads of dis- disinformation. So we don't get, um, you know, we don't get scooped just before the event. Um, but what, I, what I've heard is that most leakers tend to be, or most of the sources of leakers tend to be in the marketing departments um, of big companies, like obviously Apple is no exception. Um, and basically, um, they all they know is that there'll be an event at this time and they don't know what the contents of that event are until pretty pretty close up to it. So that's why all the leaks get pretty accurate right towards the end. Yeah, whatever was the reason, I, I was also very, very annoyed that that wasn't the case. Do you think it's a, it's a worthwhile investment to make this event just for an ipad pro and sorry an ipad air and a a pair of apple watches when just no. keeping in mind that they just released it, the ios 14 which is pretty much what they talked about for the ipad air yeah no literally i, I don't think it was i mean i yeah. i think their biggest problem is that they've got I mean, let, let's talk about the watch, for example, and let's start getting into it. They've mm-hmm. now got three models of Apple Watch that are out there. Um, yeah. And then for the iPad, they've got the Mini. Um, yeah. They've got the Air. They've got the iPad, which is just called the iPad. Yeah, the 8. And, they've got the yeah. Two, yeah, and then they've got the 2 Pro, so that's 5. So you, the, these, these product lines are becoming quite uh, congested. And yeah. I think what actually they're trying to do is not necessarily talk about all of the features and the amazing new things and things like that. I think what they're trying to do is position it uh, with the media and with their audience to say this particular product is for this and this particular product is for this and of course they had some uh, service announcements as well uh, which retrospectively maybe a year down the line might look more important than they were this afternoon um yeah so let, let's get into, let's get into the actual okay. things i have a lot of them. things to say later for the for the ipad but let's start with the apple watch Go i'm not an it, apple yeah. watch user so start with your overview and like what that means for okay the cool user. so apple watch what happened today so basically um apple uh released the uh apple watch series 6 uh which is quite crazy to think about the apple watch has already been around for for that long now um headline features um you've basically got uh some new bands which look really cool uh some new colors which look really really cool um and you've also got uh, a screen which is now two and a half times brighter um when in when it went outdoors uh and basically the big big headline feature is you can now measure the amount of blood oxygen uh, in your blood. I think it's called blood oxygen saturation measuring uh, to basically figure out how oxygenated your blood is uh, and, and use that as a health marker, um, use that as health information for you that you can track um, or even kind of, I guess, see see that. Um, some other new things that came out, um, new Apple Watch faces. Woo, that goes crazy for <laughs> to that. Be honest, To be honest, I think the GMT face which I, I have noted here, and then the other one with different time units. I think those are pretty useful. Mm, mm. Yeah. 
Nice. Anyway. Okay, fair, fair enough. Uh, and uh, and two new, um, sorry, no, three new um, uh, watch bands, uh, mm-hmm. which personally I found the most interesting because if you if yeah. you see if you see an Apple Watch's jewelry, then you know it's a key component of it, and you know big yeah. components the look and look of it all. But really, it looks the same. You know, no no kind of real substance feature change, substitute, no real big feature changes apart from the blood oxygen saturation. Um, so overall, a, a, a pretty minor update, uh, and I'm feeling very whelmed uh, by it. Um, mm-hmm. But that was the Apple Watch Series 6. Uh, what they also released was the Apple Watch Series SE, or uh, I think it was probably just called the Apple Watch SE. Yeah. Um, and that is basically a cheaper Apple Watch. Uh, I think it's probably based on the Series 4. I haven't been following it, the Apple Watch that mm-hmm. closely. Um, but essentially, um, sorry, I think it's based on the Series uh, 5, I think, actually. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. It's but no, it's not at all, is it? I think I think it's it's a it's a mix between the four and three. Yeah. Uh, and it's just it just sits a bit in there. So you have the three, which is a little bit maybe lower um, specs. I don't know why they keep kept it. I guess you just wanted a very base, basic entry level Apple Watch. Then the SE, which is a, a a medium one, and then the the Series Six. And I would say the SE, they kind of like targeted it more for like the kids and more as a family thing of we are a family and we, we if we want to be connected, let's make the Apple Watch a device that allows us to connect without actually giving a phone to our kids. Um, yeah. That's how yeah, I absolutely. felt it. Yeah. Well, let, let's break it down then. Okay. So why don't we first talk about the um, Apple Watch faces first? Because I know you want to share some thoughts on that. Well, yeah, it was just the, the different time units and the GMT face, which just shows different time zones. And and you, just the way it was designed for you to compare times. We were talking about this and how a Google Calendar and then um, the calendar app from, from, the, from iOS allows you to have different time uh, time zones. And the Google Calendar, we were talking, we, we were discussing how uh, there is a little bit of friction in into how you compare different time zones. I think it's fantastic. I always end end up double checking and going on Google and then searching. Hey, what's the time of New- in New York uh, compared to London, for example? And if I have it on the watch, I'm not an Apple Watch user, so I wouldn't know. But I think that's the the the, the phase I will use. Yeah, I mean, you could already get complications that said time in New York, for example. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's it's a nice new phase. What was really interesting for me wasn't the actual faces, but the way they were announced. Um, I don't know if you saw in the video, um, mm-hmm. it said Alan Dye, um, human interface or something like that. And But they didn't show his face or anything like that. Um, Alan Dye is basically, I'd say he's the software version of Johnny Ive at Apple. Would, would that make sense? Do you think that's fair? Um, in <laughs> the sense that he's their rock star software okay. designer. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, it just, uh, uh, it's just like, I find it so difficult to get excited about a emoji face. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, a emoji. I, I mean, I just saw that and I was just laughing. I was just like, what are you doing? I mean, I think, I think the selling point of the Apple watch and I, again, something really impressive is that they, they just have a product of, let's say of wearables and, and, and watches. Like let's say watches is the biggest wearable in the market right now. And Apple, uh, I'm not sure, but they have about a 50% market share of, of, of the of the watch market if if it's not more i have to double check the numbers and get an update version but a couple of months back it was more or less about 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 50 percent. So, so, certainly by revenue surely yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe more by units but definitely by but, revenue yeah um so but i think a really massive selling point is that you can customize the faces so much now how much of a usability it's more like a customization not really a very usable feature now like how many more apple watch faces they have to release until it, we say okay yeah that's that's really you know, you know what's crazy is that i mean really like apple watch faces i think you've got enough there to be fine i think completely agree with you loads and loads of people are like we demand custom apple watch faces we really need them um and you know, it's really bad that developers aren't allowed to make custom watch faces and, and stuff like that. But I, I see it as an analogous to like the springboard um, on your iPhone. You know, Apple don't allow people to make apps that allow you to launch other apps, right? Um, mm. And they, they keep that on lockdown. So it, to me, it makes sense that they'd also keep the um, watch face on lockdown as well, because it's almost like your home screen on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That's yeah, it. I mean, they they they, they want to really take care of the of the experience of if your Apple Watch. If they let everyone create their own, maybe that that will reduce definitely the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's it's a it has its, its pros and cons, so it has a lot of trade offs. So Apple wants to keep keep control. All right, we'll get onto the blood cool. ox. Uh, blood blood ox. I'm just gonna, I'm terrible at saying it. I'm just gonna say blood ox. Uh, okay. Blood ox measuring. Uh, but before then, what do you think about the new uh, the new uh, watch bands? I the 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 solo loop you're talking about, yeah. The solo loop, the solo loop, and the new braided loop, uh, and the new leather band as well. I really like the idea of the of the design of just being a loop. Now, what if I don't know? I want to exchange with my 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 kit. You know, and I want to give. Hey, you, we can exchange these bands, and maybe that's not possible. I don't know how many times that happens because, again, it's a loop, so you have to buy different sizes. Um, that was my only my only pain point that that can cause. Besides that, I think I think it's great. I think it's great for sports. And um, I also wonder once you start sweating a lot, maybe it doesn't happen in when, when in the UK when it's very very cold. But if you start running and then you're running at yeah, like what's 30 sweating? degrees, yeah, <laughs> at 30 degrees in, or 35 degrees in the middle of the summer, like, I don't know, I wonder if, if how easy it is to remove, if you have to like, if it causes a lot of tension or, yeah, I guess we'll have to test it out. No, no, completely agree. I, I you know, I, it was only on the screen for um, a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but they had seven colors of the solo loop. And I think it was about seven sizes seven seven or eight yeah. sizes um and then they also had the braided loop as well which is kind of like a cool like knitted fabric type effect and again it's a similar kind of concept where basically um it hasn't got a buckle in it so you just kind of put your hand through it uh, and then it kind of goes onto your hand and what it just made me realize was that if you've got seven seven sizes of something and you've got seven colors of the solo loop which is made of silicon and five of the braided loop which is kind of made of fabricy, i don't know what it's made of really yeah. so that's seven times by 12 different skews that you've got to make yeah. um which is what i mean you're the mathematician i mean it's like 84 i think 84 84, yeah. 84 84 84 different products just like that they've just created just by having lots of different um things it just makes you kind of realize the the size that they're operating on if you know what i mean yeah um well they can afford to create 84 new products and have all of them yeah. i mean how do you even predict like how many of each to make it's just unbelievable to me yeah, yeah. well I don't know if you if you read the the Steve Jobs 
biography. At some point, uh, he mentions that Tim Cook managed once he was working under Steve Jobs. Um, he managed to bring the iPhone. You know, when when you are doing operations, you want to have the least your devices or your 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 yeah, you want to have your devices the least time on stock, right? So you want to have have them there because what keeping them in, on stock it's money. So if you have to store a device for X amount of time, you multiply that times X amount of cost, and the more time you keep it, it's it's more expensive. Um, yeah. So he managed to bring it down to about two days so every product will rotate under two days yeah which i think yeah, is fantastic absolutely. when you're selling that many millions of devices so i wonder how will they manage these things when you have 70 plus in, yeah, in the no, store absolutely. for example you know um, i mean absolutely i think that they're selling the actual units and the band separately now as well so hopefully that helps yeah. but i mean yeah it's just just really really amazing just to think about that um cool all right let, let's move on then to um the blood oxygen the blood oxygen uh, saturation sensor uh, on the on the base of the apple watch so basically this touches your skin uh, where the heart rate monitor is and all the other bits and pieces they've now managed to cram in a blood oxygen saturation uh, meter in there which uses infrared and visible spectrum light uh, and some machine learning to basically guess or make a very accurate prediction about how much blood um, is in your uh, sorry how much oxygen is in your blood, in your blood. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about apple's positioning with health on the on the apple iWatch uh, uh, sorry on the apple watch yeah bloody hell apple iWatch apple iWatch um, well I, I really think a few I, I tweeted a few months back after reading, reading an article I'm not sure who tweeted it first but after reading an article it Somehow it makes sense to me that Apple will release some sort of personalized, and I think they 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 are not there yet with the Fitness Plus, but I think at some we'll point get there, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Cool. I think they are really gonna go into personalizing your health, like just creating a plan that works for you, if that makes sense. So they they want to see how much data and how much like numbers can we get out of you. So we can create first the first plan possible, the best plan possible, the best uh, medication possible, the best uh, whatever like best time to take your uh, x amount of food based on your um, on your protein intake, your workout, etc., etc. Like what's the best time to take your proteins? What's the best time to take your carbs, etc., etc. So they're gonna take all that experience and actually create and then sell you the solution for that, if that makes sense. Yeah, which I no, think what's yeah. Fitness Plus is going to become like it's, they started as we'll go into that, but they started as a gym tutorial kind of thing. But I think my prediction is that they're going to go that way. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I, from my point of view, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's really amazing. Um, I read something. Um, I can't find it uh, a few months ago. So you just have to take my word for it that the Apple Watch didn't really take off until they started positioning it as a health device rather than a productivity device. Now, mm -hmm. I could be in better shape. I'm not going to lie. Um, so really what I do is I use the Apple watch as a, as a productivity device. Um, and I'm more interested in the notifications and all the different apps and stuff like that. What do you think about the way that they've positioned it purely as a health device? So like all the features, health, 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 health. Like, what do you think about that? There's so much you can do with productivity, no? Like, you don't think you think so, but they're just not like, talking about it. Like what else can you do? 
No, no, no. What I meant is like there's a limited amount of things that you can do with productivity and, and the Apple Watch. Like having such a screen, like how many more things can you do besides adding a new task, perhaps a new calendar event, replying a message or like reading a message, maybe not replying as, as if it's a long message. Like what, can, what, what else can you do? I don't know. You tell me you're the, the, the user. That's, that, that's, that's Apple's job. You know, my, my job as a user is just to tell them what my problems are. And and not and not you know and not I you know, I, I think I are. think I think it makes more sense to to do it like if you see all the the devices in the market I think that's why Google bought Fitbit for example um, they needed that health part well yeah and it, it's it's why Pebble went out of business I don't know yeah. if you remember Pebble um, they did a bit a little bit like Fitbit but they did e paper um, basically smartwatches that were getting very very interesting uh, and then mm -hmm. they just didn't position for health and then they got they got um, you know absolutely destroyed because of that. Um, a very interesting acquisition that will happen or I don't predict this but it will be really interesting if it does is like Apple getting Peloton and integrate it into their their set of devices for health um, every, every, everyone's talking about that yeah. um, I bought well, it was only on a fantasy training not with real cash okay. uh, I bought I bought loads of Peloton stock a few weeks ago because of this uh, and uh, where am I at right now again it's only it's only fantasy so please don't worry um, it's like one million. I've I've lost sixty five grand as of right now, and it has not gone up. It has not gone up, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just gone down. But anyway, just just again, um, you have to. This is not real money, okay? Uh, yeah, no, we, we are not. Yeah. We are not financial advisors. So, but yeah, oh anyway, yeah, yeah, this is not financial uh, advice. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Although, although I did buy Apple, uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's been it, low. Ready for this? Ready, ready for this bump? Because uh, I thought, but then I don't think they um. They didn't release any new iPhones, and uh, in the last hour or so, it's gone down by three. Yeah, three what? I don't know, but it's gone down three by what, oh, three, no, three, three points, uh, three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. Um, so it's so, it's like yeah. what one fourteen? Not right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it went down since this, this since the split. Uh, very strange, but we'll see. Okay. Cool. Um, um, yeah. By the way, quick one on health. Sumbal Desai, MD. So I think I guess I guess that's Doctor Sumbal Desai, um, Vice President Health. Has the most important job in Apple right now? You're asking me if, if I think that. No, I don't think yeah. so. You don't think so? It's such I a big place, though. So. I think it's a very important job. I wouldn't say it's the most important one. What do you think is most important? I would say right now, most important is operations. Like all with COVID, sales, having not, not, not having all the stores open or not fully open. Uh, like all of that uncertainty, I think that's a tough job. Fair enough, but I, I feel like we're looking. We could look at the, um, you know, we could be looking at the health quote unquote department or organization in the same way that we looked at, I don't know, the iPod or the iTunes, um, or the iTunes department or organization. You know, many many years ago, which is now becoming the foundation of their services business. Is one way of looking at it. But um, anyway, speaking of services, let's quickly talk about um, Apple watch family setup so just really quickly yeah. for anybody who missed it uh yeah. basically you can now pair your apple watch before you have to have what you sorry before you had to have uh sorry before you had to have one um iphone for every apple watch that you had so basically you had an apple watch you paired it to your iphone and then they were like friends for life basically uh but now you can pair multiple apple watches to one iphone and set them up as their own independent devices so they're not talking back to the iphone all the time and um, basically this is great for kids um 
imagine you've got a young kid. Um, you can buy them an, an Apple Watch SE. Um, and basically, you can just say to them, hey, have this. Uh, we've got all these features, which mean that it's locked down or whatever. But if you need to call me or if you need to call home or if you if I want to know where you are or whatever it is, I've got the Apple Watch on your wrist so I can, so I can find yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. Also for school, no interruptions. So And the teacher can see that the Apple Watch is in, the, in, in that mode, like no interruptions mode. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought that was brilliant. I wonder why they took so long to release this type of feature where, where you can synchronize they two Apple Watches product. with one. They needed the product, didn't they? Because like, cause no, nobody, no, like, you know, they needed a cheap Apple Watch that you could give to your kid. No I mean, they, they, still, like a... they still had the Series 3 and the Series 5 selling in the same store. So... Yeah, fair enough, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, okay. And one, one thing here, just a very, very quick point I want to make. So when the Apple Watch SE came up, they gave the pricing. I can't remember what it was. It's all in dollars, so it doesn't make sense here in the UK anyway. Um, but basically... The Apple Watch SE can be paid for in the US $12 per month for two years yeah. with an Apple card. Yeah. And it's just so interesting to me. And and this kind of underlies a point that I want to make during this podcast. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the thought I sat down watching the event and it's the thought... Um, sorry, it's the thought I thought when I sat down to watch the event and it's the same thought that I thought when I got up as well, which is that Apple is a corporation now. And they just act like a big corporation and this is such a corporation move to get that subscription revenue coming in, um, you know, to buy, you know, buy now, pay later, you know, because, you know, consumers don't, future money is less valuable to them um, mm-hmm. than it is, than, than present money is. Um, it's just such a classic corporation move. Do you know what I mean? They're not that special company anymore, Luigi. They're you not think the, so. I just feel um, like I'm, I'm falling out of love with Apple because of this. What do you think Steve Jobs would do? There's actually a book called like this, but yeah, Tom. What, what would Steve Jobs do? Yeah. There's a book called What Would Steve Jobs Do? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. That. It was the first Steve Jobs-related book that I read. I was maybe oh, like right. like 13 or something. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. No, we should we should do that for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what would Steve Jobs do? I just, you know, I think Steve Jobs would try and push the product innovation more than the services or let's say financial service in uh, financial services innovation. But then equally, you know, it, I it's such a stupid question. I'm sorry. It's not. Think, it's so many people oh. ask a question. It doesn't make sense, does it? I mean, come on. He's dead. What can he do? It's hypotheticals. All right. I think I think I, if I would I would have asked you this question another time, you would probably answer. Oh, Luigi, this is a fantastic question. Like, I don't know. Okay. Like Steve Jobs right, would okay. do X, Y, and Z. But whatever. Well, I'll, I'll I think ask it financial later in the show, maybe we'll see. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll ask him when they release the iPhone 12. Um, I mm. think financial services are needed. I, I think Apple has such a massive opportunity there because of all their devices. They can link it. Like, they can facilitate payments for their very expensive devices, right? While helping people keep track of their money, same way as Monster does it, and they they are able to take a such such a big like stake in the market as so many people. They can easily take all the Monster users in theory or Revolut users, because most of those people have iPhones anyway. Okay, no, fair enough. I think so. That's my opinion. No, no, fair I, enough. I'm yeah, very, I'm very impressed. Can... No, you're so right. But but this this feeds into kind of like um, some of the monopoly stories that are going around around Apple right now. Um, For instance, I mean, you must be aware of the ongoing legal dispute between Epic and Apple. Yeah. Um, Yeah, For those who don't know, really, really quick, 
Um, basically, Epic are a company, a games company, and they make Fortnite, uh, which is um, basically a third... I, I'm not sure. I've never played it. Uh, a third-person battle royale game. Uh, it's massive. If you haven't heard of it, um, then you're probably even more out of touch than I am. Um, but basically, uh, Epic wanted to sell like V-Bucks, which are an in-game currency within their mm-hmm. game, and they wanted to do it in such a way that wouldn't give Apple a cut. Yeah. Whereas Apple demand that basically... If you're selling or transacting through the app store for digital products, you have to give Apple a, a 30% cut. Um, and basically, Epic kind of said no. Uh, they had this big dispute. And basically, Apple are now kicking Fortnite off the app store. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's a very boring thing. Which, number one, illustrates that they're a boring corporation like anybody yeah. else. Um, but also, uh, number two, shows that they've got this incredible platform on which they can leverage everything else that they're doing. And I'm sure we'll get onto that later. What do you think? Yeah, no, you you got a really good point. But again, if monopolies monopolies are gonna happen, I would say the next one is Amazon. And if you want a company to have a monopoly, would you prefer it to be Apple or Amazon? I don't know. I would no, I no. would rather not have a monopoly. But yeah, no, I think I think you're totally right. And you know, I think monopolies you know are bad, but when they're bad for the consumer, and not when they're bad yeah. for um, you know, I don't know. I'm not an economist or whatever. But but really. Monopolies ne- are especially next episode. Bad. Yeah, next no, episode a, will be about how mo- to design a how to design a like what? a monopo- like a, a company that doesn't rely on monopolies or or maybe a, a monopoly like future. Like Fair enough. Know. we'll see. We'll see. We'll give it shape. Like please if you have any no, but, ideas. But, but hold on before before know. you get there, before yeah. you get there, you know, like I said, monopolies, you know, they're bad for the consumer or they're bad for the world or they're bad for competition and new businesses and innovation. But the worst thing is when monopolies are boring. And I feel like that's what Apple are becoming here is boring. Um, but yeah, sorry. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. All right. Um, I don't know if it's, bo- I, w- I would, I would, okay, we'll see. We, let's move on. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I would say boring, but I, w- I will say it's missing something. It's missing that spice. Um, all right. All right. Speaking of more, you know, unspicy things, should we get on to Apple Fitness Plus? fitness plus okay cool my prediction which is what i what i envision what is it what of, is it what is it first what a couple of first? months ago imagine you are given like i'm also getting into this so i i, I had a bet with my sister my sister is maybe like 14 years old right now uh she's gonna turn 14 i'm not saying maybe uh, she's gonna turn 14 and i had a bet with my sister that i will Okay, right now, for those of you who haven't seen me, I am a little bit skinny, right? So I will shape and, and, and build the body that Captain America has. That was my bet with my sister, okay? So I started researching a shit ton into, into bodybuilding and like, like types of food to eat and what's best, etc., etc. So just imagine that you say, hey, Apple, I have my Apple Watch right here. Like, just let me know when I have to eat my food, what I have to eat, like just make it really really easy for me tell me when is the best time for me to work out during the day based on my schedule which you already know um based on my on my heart rate uh, on my on my activity levels when is the best time for me to eat like snacks carbs maybe a pack of nuts a banana um etc etc like when is the best time for me to drink my protein when is the best time for me to eat drink my carbs or like eat or whatever so imagine you can create a master plan for the user based on all their specifics and also again if you have any any disability or 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 any like health situation you can plug that in because again all all fitness plans that you can find online 
let's say they are all for average person, right? So if you if you have any time of this any type of this capacity, then again, you have to readapt, maybe go see a doctor or something. But what if you can put that in? That's one thing. Then with Apple Apple with Fitness Plus, Apple Fitness Plus, whatever it's called, if you can add the type of workout that will be best for you at that moment, that will be even more fantastic with the type of strength, weights, whatever you need, right? Mm. So that's my vision for that product. And I think they're starting just with that. No, I think I think it sounds really cool. Yeah. I, and, it, and you're right. I mean, you know, I think what's interesting about Apple Fitness Plus, which basically uh, is um, pre-recorded workout videos, which are suggested to you using on-device intelligence. So instead of like, whereas the Google process would be, let's send all your data up to the cloud, we'll process it, process it there and we'll send you recommendations. Uh, the Apple way of doing it is that your phone does all of that on device, so it doesn't have to send any data anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, you get to uh, watch a workout and, and participate. And because you've got your Apple Watch um, connected to your phone, uh, which is showing you the video, connected to your Apple TV or connected to the internet um, or whatever, uh, basically, you are seeing your stats along with the uh, workout that's going on in real time. So things yeah. like your heart rate, yeah, etc. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's interesting because it's all... I When they talked about it, I thought it was live. Like they were offering live experiences that you could just dial into, like a Peloton or something. Mm -hmm. um, but it turns out it's all pre-recorded, uh, which I think is interesting. And I think that actually kind of lends itself more to to kind of what you're saying in terms of that wider vision, rather than just like another subscription. They're, they're looking at this as a, I guess, somewhere where it can slot right into your life whenever it needs to. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go even further, I keep, okay, these are moonshots. Imagine uh, in like two or three years, maybe five when they acquire Peloton, if you can have these pre-recorded videos, but they are actually AI videos that can change our dialogue, like type of exercise, they can change the AI and it, they, it just looks real, but it's actually a live like video. Like or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like a live video, yeah. but AI video, like it's being created for you on the spot. That's a very crazy future. And I would, I would like to live in that one. Mm, sounds like Black Mirror to me. I mean, you're working out, right? So it's, it's, it's not like you're having a conversation with that person. Like, if that person can interact with you and they can tell you, "Hey, Luigi, go keep going. Your Captain America body is is looking nice." There you go. See, that sounds like such a dystopia. But why can't it be a utopia, man? It's fun. Like, there, there's not. Why, why would you need a live video for that? I'm not saying you would need a live video or not, but it just sounds very like. I think I think you, it's fine. You, you watch no, but imagine this, right? So you you watch you watch Disney Plus, which tells you which is like your entertainment monopoly, which has got all of Marvel, Disney, all of Disney, obviously Star Wars, etc. And then that tells you the way your body should look, and then you're like, oh my god, I need to do this. So you purchase all these devices, mm -hmm. and then and then you and then you say, I want to do this, that, and the other, and then you follow like an AI who's telling you to get this, you know, body again, it doesn't tell, no, 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 it doesn't tell you, know, you the, CGI the way the for, for a movie. It doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you the way your body should look. This is just because this is the bet I got with my sister. But maybe you want to improve your heart rate, or you want to improve your oxygen and and your blood, or like it, you can f attach like you can attach whatever goal you have to the set to the to the program, right? Like mm. it doesn't ha it doesn't have to be focused just on your on the on on the shape of your body. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. But what um, I'm saying is just it's just it's just very man. And, and also, we but are, then also 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 also. Remember that they, they played that video around, um, they played that video uh, of that case study and it, it was a guy who had an Apple Watch and basically he was saying that 
I had uh, high blood pressure and, and things like this, and it was costing mm-hmm. me two grand a month. And um, hypertension, to yeah. For, to, yeah, to pay for the meds, which I thought was really, really interesting. They actually wanted to say that the price, because it's quite a political thing in America to talk about mm-hmm. you know, healthcare prices or whatever. Um, and then I got the Apple Watch, and then I, would, then I was fine. And then afterwards, Tim Cook says, oh, when we're partnering with you know, this insurance company, um, so that they can check, like, I, I don't think he said it, but basically uh, in the UK, there's a healthcare provider that basically says, um, if you have an Apple Watch, we will lower your rates um, on that you pay on your health insurance. Because we know statistically that people who have Apple Watches are healthier than people who don't have them. Maybe mm. it's because they're richer and can afford better food or whatever. Uh, but then, you know, really, we're just, we're just sailing into a future where you're recording. It's almost like a black box that you sometimes get for car insurance. It's a black box for your, for your own body. And you're saying to the health insurer, here's all the data about exactly how my body is performing right now. Use that to inform my health insurance prices. And I think that's a little bit, a little bit scary. Do you know what I mean? Well, when you, when you, when you put the, the health insurance part in, into play, yes. Um, I, I'm just talking but about it was, the, it was directly mentioned in the keynote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure like how feasible it is for Apple to say, Hey, by the way, just so you know, we are selling all your, your health insurance, your, your health data to this insurance company. I don't think they can just do that. Well, I mean, you're right. At least it's Apple doing this and, and not, and not someone else. But I don't think they can. I don't yeah. think they will. If they do it, then all their data no, but they, protection but they, but thing that they, they have been building up in the last few years, it's going to go to, to the trash. No, you're right. I, I don't think Apple would ever just sell the data and that's it. You know, obviously it'd be part of programs and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I just think it's a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe I'm old fashioned, but maybe that's a step too far. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, this, the situation, that we are not the customer, right? So this is a US situation. I, if it's going to allow people to pay less for their insurance when their insurance is uh, arguably the, the biggest expense that they can have in a month, then I don't know if that will help. Like the US market, yeah. the US insurance market is a very different thing than what we know in yeah, Europe. Yeah, I mean, that's, so. that's, why, that's, why, that's why I think they dropped that yeah. number as well, that yeah. two grand number. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, that was an interesting conversation I didn't expect yeah. to have. Wow, that's cool. good. Uh, this, yeah. So cool. at, at, this point to... in the key, at, at, at this point in the keynote, um, uh, I kind of had stopped watching. Uh, not had stopped watching, but I was eating dinner while watching this. So uh, my memory gets a little bit hazy here. Cool. Um, but was it at this point they introduced Apple One or was it after the iPad? So yes, they kept talking about the Apple Watch. They said like, oh. No, sorry, an Apple One. Well, yeah, after this, they get, they, they release a, a, a quite an interesting trailer about the, the, the Apple Watch, which I really like about, like, this is how it evolved, evolved during, the, during the last few, few years. And at the last shot was at the International Space Station. Um, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was at the International Space Station, but they recorded it, right? Um, then they released the Apple One, which is pretty much a combined service in which you pay less for a bigger amount of Apple services like Apple Arcade, Apple News, um, Apple TV Plus, Apple Fitness Plus, and I think I'm missing one, am I? Oh, and iCloud, yeah. Uh, is it you something else? News. Yes, news. Yeah, cool. Right, cool. Yeah, I think that's all of them. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much you get a, a, you get three different tiers and and yeah you you pay a set amount of price and you can use it with up to five members of your family I believe. So what what I wanted to do was kind of dive into the services part because I, I feel like when we're doing this for 
maybe the iPhone keynote, which hopefully will happen later this year, or you know, in a post-COVID world, one of the keynotes, and we're in W. No, we're not in W. Well, maybe we are in WWDC uh, or wherever in San Francisco. Hopefully, we'll be able to go out there. Hmm. Um, but my question to you, okay, I'm just going to go service by service, okay, and just ask you what you think of them and do you use them. First of all, you're an Android user, right? Yeah. Okay, right. Phone so wise. Maybe it's no. Phone wise. Phone wise. Okay. 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 Apple Music. No. iCloud. No. Apple News. The free version, but I read Apple News sometimes. Apple TV Plus. Got the free version once you get a Mac for a whole year. To be honest, I have a lot of things to say about the Apple TV Plus, but. Let's get into it. Okay, do you use it? I started watching a show, uh, it's called Defending Jacob or something, mm-hmm. um, quite interesting, it was a little bit like, I felt I was feeling really like bad every time I watched it, but it was really interesting, um, not gonna say any spoilers, but it really, I don't think they have enough content to release a, a streaming service, if that makes sense, I, they don't have enough content, you pay X amount of money a month, I'm not sure because I don't pay it, I got it for free. Uh, you pay X amount of money a month, and then you have to buy extra movies to get extra content, which is a content that people want to watch, right? Like, like good content, right? I am not saying that the ones at Apple are are not good, but I don't think it's enough. There's not enough variety to to feed every type of of taste. So that that's my mm-hmm. complaint. Is like I'm paying X amount for an Apple quality experience, and I'm not getting that. Okay. Okay. So that's my uh, nice. Uh, Apple Fitness, obviously you're not using. No. Because uh, it's not out yet. And Apple News? I already told you no. Okay, sorry. Okay, cool. Um, I've got something I want to say about Apple services, if mm-hmm. you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so so my, my thoughts on Apple services. Um, I think Apple services are, are not necessarily inferior. I think that they're, they're good services, particularly Apple Music. Uh, which works, um, you know, really well. Uh, it's got great music, um, obviously, on it. Uh, you can upload your library through iTunes. Uh, it's not the most easy thing to do, but you can do that. Um, it's got great playlists and stuff like that, although I don't personally care about that. And, of course, it's available on all my devices, um, although it's missing out on some cool features that Spotify allegedly has. Um, so I think Apple Music is great. Apple TV Plus, in terms of content, pretty good. Um, it's It's fine. Um, you know, I think you're right. It's light on content, but the stuff that is there, for instance, for instance, we watched Greyhound, um, a few, mm-hmm. uh, weeks ago. It was okay. It was fine. Okay. Not, not, not better or worse than a Netflix movie. Let's put it that way. Um, Apple TV plus I don't use iCloud. I use every day. Uh, all my photos are backed up there and for, I'm sure for many people, photos are very, very important. So to have one backup of that in the cloud is really important to me. And I've got a different backup strategy, uh, just to keep those protected as well. Um, and the others we won't care about for now. I think Apple services are perceived to be worse than they are because they do such a bad job of showing when you're using that service in the platform, if that makes sense. So when you're on, when you're uh, on the Apple TV, for instance, okay, and a great example of this is I was talking to my mum and I said, oh, do you watch anything on Apple TV Plus? And she says, well, what's that? And I know that when we watched Greyhound a few weeks ago, and I know that we bought an Apple TV recently, so we got that year offer that we were talking about. So we definitely had mm-hmm. it. Um, and I was like, well, you know, sometimes you can watch things. She was like, oh, I don't know what it is. Um, so we go into the Apple TV Plus app. Sorry, we go into the Apple TV app on our Apple TV. 
mm-hmm. which is confusing already to begin with. And there yeah. it's trying to show us content from iTunes or the you know the iTunes store. It's trying to show us content from all the other platforms that we're subscribed to. Some of them, some of them are excluded, but I think Amazon Prime is on there, for example. So all of like you know the the um, Tottenham Hotspur documentary that I've been watching that that's pulled in there as well. Um, and then you know if you, you scroll around or whatever, sometimes it's there, sometimes it isn't. But on this particular occasion, it wasn't. There wasn't an Apple TV Plus section. Okay. Now compare that value proposition with the Netflix value proposition. So the Apple value proposition you have is here are some you know cool content that you might enjoy, um, and this is how you find it. It's in the Apple TV app sometimes, you know, and you know, you know, yeah. it's they're, they're just trying to make it super seamless into their existing app. Whereas compare that with the Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, value proposition, which is on my phone or my iPad wherever there is an app called Netflix, and I know that I'm paying ten quid a month or whatever it is to click on that, and videos will be shown to me. And I think that's where Apple's going wrong with their services because they're trying to say, particularly with iCloud um, and Apple News and stuff like that, it all just works and you know it's all seamlessly integrated or whatever. Users are not going to just sit there and understand, like literally, you know, because it's confusing even to me, you know, what they're paying for and what they're not paying for, and therefore the Apple services kind of thing is going to be very very difficult. Literally because they're just not saying this is the part of your life that you that is coming from this bit, this service you're paying for. I see what you mean, but do you think they they have to say it? I don't think they should say it's Apple TV Plus. I think, I think it should I be understood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's just imagine it from you know. I mean, let's be honest, right? We're we're not in that. Um, you know, there, there's a group of people. Um, typically, when you're a bit older, a bit further down your career, where you can buy an Apple product and it's not not a problem. Uh, and you know, it's not a financial problem. Basically, you know, for for us, obviously, you know, it's quite a big deal to buy one and and things like that. But I just feel that it's just so difficult to understand what you're using that's Apple and what you're not using that's Apple. Like, for instance, Apple Music, you know, the, the nomenclature is so messed up. To use Apple Music as a subscription service that I pay for or, or that uh, my family pays for on, on the family sharing, um, to go into it, I use the music app uh, and then I search for a song that I know was already in my iTunes, for example, and I'm playing it, I'm thinking, you know... Um, you know, is that coming from my music or is that coming from Apple Music Plus or whatever it is? I think Apple do a really terrible job of explaining where their services are working. Um, mm-hmm. And because of that, like I say, like, you know, it's tough to kind of see the value of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, Whereas I really think... what you're paying, I mean, iCloud's a great example, right? Yeah. Um, like if you if you want to, if you put something in your iCloud, it's just supposed to appear magically on your computer. Whereas if you upload something to Dropbox, you get a nice progress bar that says it's loading. Okay, now it's now it's in Dropbox and you can access it from anywhere. Um, and because of that, like they're really struggling to show the, the, the value proposition. And then also basically what it becomes is just a tax for everything to work well. Do you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. and you're just, you're basically just saying, look, just pay for your Apple one and consider it as a lost cost, you know, and it just makes sure that your phone's easier to use or something like that. So I've repeated myself a lot there, but yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Makes sense. Makes sense. How I, I think and this might be a nice segue into the iPad. I think they have so many different channels of, again, with the services. It's like you have the the again the iTunes, what you mentioned, app, the music app. They have so many ways to get to the to the thing that you at the end of the day you don't know where you're getting them from, right? And mm. if you if you reflect that into hardware, I think it it goes really well with the the new iPad. Um, if you don't mind, would you want to jump into that? Let's get that, yeah. Okay. So iPad, they released the iPad Air and the 8th generation, right? 
my question is why do why have so many like how are they segmenting their markets to have so many different types of ipad like is there actually right. a need for it okay i don't know what's your opinion but if i were tim cook right and i would decide what's the next ipad i will try to make it as simple as possible maybe have ipad pro and ipad which could be ipad air or whatever you want to call it right or whatever ipad pro and ipad and Sorry, iPad, iPad Pro, and then iPad Max, iPad Pro Max, or whatever you want to call it. If if you want to use the same nomenclature than than iPhones, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's a very very similar issue. Like, uh, it's kind of almost becoming quite confusing to navigate Apple's product range in the services area and in let's call them f- physical products as well. Yeah. Um, I think the the thing to look for is pricing. Mm-hmm. So, the iPad Air. Uh, I've just pulled up the Apple website here. The iPad Air um, starts from five uh, five hundred and seventy nine pounds. Yeah, which is you know a lot of cash. That's competitive with what the new um, PlayStation Five will probably be priced at, plus a couple games. Just for example, um, the iPad itself, as in iPad, iPad, not iPad Pro, iPad Air, just iPad, mm-hmm. which is just a whole mess, really. Um, Three twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got the iPad Pro, uh, which starts for the eleven and a half at. I mean, what is it? It must be like seven eight hundred quid, right? Um, yeah, it must be something. Yeah, seven hundred seven hundred and seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, so I think what's what's happening there is that a user is going into the store and they're just saying, "I've got X amount of money spent on a tablet." For me, a tablet means an iPad because you know what other tablets are out there. Um, and basically I look at price and that's it. And the iPad pro and the iPad air look at, um, look the same. So the iPad air has been redesigned. Uh, so it looks like an iPad pro, uh, which is that more boxy design, uh, mm-hmm. and no, um, no, no button on the front. Yeah. But it does Whereas have the, iPad... the, the, the touch ID though. And the top we'll, button. We'll, 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 with... we'll go into detail. Okay. We'll go into detail. Um, uh, whereas the iPad itself just looks like a, an iPad would, you know, three or four, Five years ago, I don't know, probably four now. Um, so I think I think that's what's going. Well, that's what's happening. People are going in and they're shopping on price, mm-hmm. and for them, that's what their differentiator is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But again, I... and then and, then, and then, I, then I think what you've got here, I think this whole product range was designed so that the, it pushed uh, products to the uh, purchases to the iPad Air because you kind of have that effect where nobody wants to buy the lowest thing especially if it looks older. So that's kind of ruled out. Um, and then you're kind of looking at the iPad Air and you're saying, oh, the iPad Air is great because it looks like the more expensive ones um, in terms of its physical exterior But that design. logic makes no sense um, so, because you're releasing a new product. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're releasing a new product to not sell it, if that makes sense. Oh, we're going to release yeah. this one. So no one wants this one and they want the next one. Yeah, but that, that's that's cla- that's classic pricing, you know, psychology, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think so, man. Like, I, 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 maybe that's classic. I don't know if it's classic or not, but I don't think someone like Steve Jobs. Again, I'm gonna bring this back. I, I know you say yeah, he said whatever, but I don't think he would have said that. I would say just keep it simple. Like, again, I'm gonna repeat this one: "The Right of a Lifetime" book by Bob Iger, amazing book. Bob Iger invites Steve Jobs for a low-cost hotel Disney experience and Steve Jobs goes to the hotel and he says, um, this hotel is full of shit. And then he leaves really upset because he he told 
um, Bob Iger made him waste his time in theory, okay? So imagine you are going to release a product that is not good enough to be Apple quality. Why? Or like it's not up to the Apple standards. Listen, I think it's up to the standards, but I think it's there, you know, it's there because it drives sales towards the iPad Air, if that makes sense. Um, and but you know, that aside, first first of all, I completely agree with you. I'd much prefer a Steve Jobs approach to, um, let's say, the iPad or even the uh, iPhone product range. Mm-hmm. Um, or sorry, yeah, what what kind of like Macs used to be back in the day, where you had the Mac, mm-hmm. uh, and then you had the Mac in the thirty. Oh, I can't even remember. You had the Mac and the Mac Pro, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and then you had you know basically, iPad, iPad Pro. Make it really yeah. simple. Um, but you know they just can't they're they're too big now that's exactly what I mean because when you're a corporation to have 80% of the market or 80% of people walk into your shop um, into your Apple store and say yeah I found a product that's right for me versus 95% of customers coming in say I found a product that's perfect for me you know they're going to go after that that final 15% of people and I think that's why you've got five bloody iPads like if it's if it, if that's a problem, that's why not customize it. Let's let's if the problem is the chip or whatever difference or like manufacturing processes. How big of a deal are the manufacturing processes for the iPad than the iPad Air? Like what what's the, the what's the difference between the raising costs? Is there a difference? I mean, obviously you've got you've got the the factoring in of idiots like me and you who will buy it because it says Pro. So then, <laughs> no, no, between so between the, the, the iPad and the iPad Air. Oh, between the, what? What do you mean? What's, so, what's your question? So my 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 concern is if if the problem is to release a a lower cost, right? Why not have a a standard version, right? That starts at three twenty nine, whatever the iPad. Let's say that has the same chip as the iPad, not the iPad Air. You see, it's even ex- like complex to explain it. <laughs> And then you just have the mid-range, which is an iPad iPad Air with a higher processor. At the end of the day, you want people to use the iPad as it's going to be the, the next computer, right? Like mm. people are going to edit videos and stuff. So you can do the same as you do with your MacBook Pro and customize it. That's my that's yeah. my, my user experience. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but then also look at look at the, I mean, look, let's look at the user experience of buying a, of buying a Mac. You know, if you want something that's custom, how long does it take to get to you? It takes um you know for me yeah. it took you know nearly two months like maybe um, yeah. because i because i did a custom config um and obviously that was during a you know a coronavirus yeah. um you know but you know at the end of the day the manufacturing happens in x place and um customers are buying it in y place so you're always going to have that issue there um I don't know. I feel like yeah, I agree. I think we're basically agreeing though. You yeah. Know, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, product yeah, lines yeah, have gotten yeah. too confusing. But then what I will say is that particularly having worked in education, um, I guess for three years now, releasing an iPad that can be bought for 300 pounds is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And also for uh, older people um, yeah. who don't necessarily see the value that tech can provide, um, you know, this is a great entry point into it. So I don't think I don't think Apple should be criticized for releasing the, the iPad as it is. I think they should be criticized for naming it iPad mm-hmm. uh, and causing all this confusion. Um, but, you know, overall, I think it's, I'd happily keep this product around for another year if it means that, um, or this design around for another year if it means that somebody can buy their first Apple product yeah. for you know three hundred quid. Yeah, three hundred twenty-nine pounds. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, let's move on into the 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 hardware part of the iPad. Yeah, go the for iPad it. Air. Sorry, 
So touch ID yeah. on the top, I think is 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 really good. I don't know if you if you like how touch ID works. I think is 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 very fantastic that they managed to give the sensor uh, in a very such a small button. Um, at the same time, well, Samsung has done it on on screen. Yeah, I was about to say Android, Android's done yeah. that, and, yeah, and, yeah. and and Sony Sony has had the button side button um, as well. Yeah, uh, fingerprint readers for a while. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, maybe like it's maybe not as impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, something that was really impressive to me, not just for Apple but to technology in general, is 11.8 billion transistors in the 814 Bionic, which is the chip. Go on, explain explain that to me. What is that? So, so a couple of of, just of, nerd stats, of, right? of decades decades ago, you could maybe fit a, a couple of transistors, maybe that ten transistors in in like a chip. Now you can fit 11.8 billion. So like they could measure things by the atom. How impressive is that? No, it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. It's like pretty you, cool. You, um, and you you have the, the, the I don't know, the, the, the chip lab, I don't know however they call it, and you're making like just move it one atom to the right. <laughs> I don't know how they, they discuss this stuff, but how crazy would that be? You know, I think the manufacturing itself is crazy because they've got fourteen billion or whatever it transistors in, you know, something the size of your thumb. But then they've got to put them there or, or manufacture them or etch them out from silicon. I don't know how it's made. Yeah. Um, which for me is even more impressive. Yeah. yeah the yeah. actual manufacturing of them. It is. Uh, it's is. crazy. It is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, right? But do you do you reckon? Do you reckon? Um, this is what I was about to say before my internet connection cuts out. Do, customers, when they're buying iPads, they don't have to. They don't have to um, shop on performance because they're all great performers. Well, it depends. I don't. Know. I don't really edit 4K videos on the iPad, but no, if no I one would, does. Yeah. No one's edit. No yeah. one's editing. I mean, that, that's what they 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 said in the thing. I also put a, a lot of question mark on my notes. Way, I don't think someone will edit the video anyway. I don't care. Um, I don't, and and <laughs> I'm not sure if someone does. But if they do, I think they will. They will rather get the the bigger spec. But I like to read emails, like scroll, get quick views, have a, a bunch of Chrome tab opens or Safari tab opens have a video call i think it works I, yeah the minimum chip will, will will do just fine so over overall thumbs up or thumbs down on the new ipad line oh thumbs on the ipad air thumbs up ipad 8 generation thumbs down mm, and why are the thumbs down on the ipad 8 because it looks like an it looks like an old ipad like it's not needed but it's such a great entry point it's so cheap I don't know. I, I think I need someone in there. I I don't know. I need the product product designer or product manager of of the iPad eight generation to tell me like what's their logic but, behind it. I don't know. I can't get but it. it. But it but the iPad the iPad you know that's not designed by a product manager or whatever. That's designed by an accountant who says you know how how cheaply can we make this using all the existing machinery and you know processes we've already set up because you know before this literally before before we went onto the event. Um, I was just, you know, reading up on Apple stuff as I do, um, in preparation for this for the event and and this show, um, and I saw an announcement that said that um, basically one, I don't want to get into it uh, too much because it's, you know, it might be boring to some people, but it's interesting to me. Um, basically, schools in the UK uh, are arranged into MATs, uh, which basically means they can act like businesses and and basically. Uh, MATs can like join together and they can take in schools and, and look after all themselves. Mm-hmm. And one MAT in the UK bought, uh, sent an order in for 10,000 iPads yeah. uh, today. 
10,000 iPads. So that's 10,000 so kids like in state schools. 300,000 dollars, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's 10,000 kids in state schools who will have access to an iPad now. And that wouldn't be possible at 579, it's 579 pounds. That's possible at 300 pounds. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, for me, I just sorry. think about that and I just think... Isn't that 3 million? I, I'm not... I mean, you're the mathematician here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm it doesn't matter. You can scrap this part. I don't know. Um, but no, cool. but that but that's the reason why yeah. the iPad Air exists, man. Wow. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. Wow. Yes, yeah, And that's million. a good thing. I mean, I think we can, um, we, can, we can both agree that technology and education is basically a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you can hook the kids early on to use to, to be in the Apple environment, then they will become Apple. Nice, huh? Now you sound Apple like me with your big, big monopoly, big tech. Watch out! I mean, that's what they—that's what they used to do. Steve Jobs used to market the Macintosh a lot into schools, just because he knew that if if schools use Macintosh, they will grow into being Apple fans later on. Um, yeah, cool. No, absolutely. Yeah. All right, we have been here for about an hour. Thank you very much for list for listening. I don't know if you want to. Well, hold on. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Wait, what else is there? Is there to discuss? Luigi, we need to talk about what. What Tim Cook was wearing, the fact it didn't start with good morning and all this, oh, you know. He, he actually did good morning. I was telling my sister and I just to like... Did he? I, I was, no, no, I was telling her, look, I have a prediction. He's going to start like this. And he started with a very brief good morning and she laughed. And, but anyway. Oh, no. Yes, I mean, good, I, that's morning. What I mean, good morning. Good oh, morning. I'm so um, happy to be here. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to the Steve Jobs Theater. <laughs> welcome <laughs> uh, okay with this piece can, can voice. someone please deep fake that no there's one there's one thing i wanted to talk about yeah um sorry just one more thing i wanted to talk about um no sorry two more things first one very very quickly um it is worth watching these apple events if they keep doing them digitally on the best screen you can i'm sure were you watching it on your laptop yeah, yeah no on the tv i was watching it on a 4k television and it looked phenomenal um yeah. it really looked amazing um it was you know the bits inside were, you know, they were fine. It looks almost like a bit animated to me. It was very, very clean. Mm-hmm. But the beginning, a uh, couple of shots just looked amazing, and um, it was, it was, it was cool to watch that in 4K. Cool, cool, cool. I'm not Assuming sure. I don't, I don't think mine is 4K, but well, my family's is 4K, but yeah. All right. Okay. And then also, if you go to the uh, iPad Air, um, if you go to the iPad Air website, if you go right down to the bottom, the web page. Sorry, go right down to the bottom. Um, basically, did you notice how I, I think they've been doing it for a couple of events now, but they've really been going big into this square circle. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I guess it's square circle. I, I think it's a widget type board. of thing. Yeah, it's I the it's, it's the widget type yeah. of thing. Um, it's on their slides. It's now in their marketing materials. I think it looks really really cool. This kind of mm-hmm. little um, um, also thing the gradients. I don't know if you realize that once you keep scrolling, it changes the gradients of the text in some of the text. Yeah. No, That's absolutely. And yeah. also, um, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, my fans are really spinning up quite a lot um, trying to load this website, trying to load this web page. Um, <laughs> it's obviously doing a lot of tricks to um, do all these cool animations that's causing my computer. You know, you know, these animations, I actually looked into how they're made and it's pretty much a video which is rendered. And then you can pretty much set the frames into different scrolls. So whenever you're in mm-hmm. different set of, 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 again, for people listening, if you go on the Apple website, you will see like different animations. The way these are made is a video that is rendered, like I don't know, I guess a very a very good quality video. And then they're pretty much you have you split the frames, and whenever the user is in certain part of the scroll, like the animation happens. If that makes sense. 
Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I looked into it how to do it for uh, for some project. I never did it because it was just so much work for the for the actual value that it added to my to my project. But yeah, I thought it was um, done with like JavaScript and CSS. Well, as well, but it's a video that's happening, and you pretty much split mm. the frames of the video. Like if you see, like how the apple right. like, okay. flips so, so and you, rotates. So, so hold that's on. A, so hold on. So you re- you render the video first. Yeah. And then you take all those images and then you do whatever you need to. Yeah, pretty much. Right, okay, So you see how the iPad like like rotates and, and flips mm. sideways uh, with the first, yeah. with the first, well, that's pretty much what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry, I thought you meant it was like playing and pausing a, a video. No, 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 no. Rather no. Than sh- it's yeah, it's okay, like right. you get different frames and it, it just, the JavaScript, uh, yeah, the JavaScript pretty much changes the frames no, that makes depending sense. on where you are on the yeah. scroll bar no fair enough so, yeah. all right okay one final one final thing before we finish mm. uh, sorry it's been a marathon today um no ar no ar yeah yeah no nah. it will be a press release i guess um yeah i don't know we think well, it will I, be I, the, I, the... I, n- nobody was expecting glasses right but no um, no no but an update with lighter sensor like i mean they're they're not m- planning to release any AR AR kit update. Uh, I was not expecting it, but a nice lighter, lighter sensor update on what different things or different apps you can use with your iPhone. I think that would be nice. Uh, but yeah. All right, fine. Final questions before, before we wrap up. Um, number one, favorite thing from this keynote? Um, the button on the iPad Air. Nice. Okay. Uh, most Apple thing in this keynote? Most Apple thing. The campus. Mm. Okay. And least Apple thing? iPad 8th generation. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, for, for you? For me, the least Apple... Th- uh, for, for me, my favorite thing... I guess it's the new Apple Watch. Um, my least favorite thing... Um, just how confusing it is to explain the Apple product lines to people who are not familiar with Apple. Um, and the uh, least Apple thing was the fact that they, uh, the iPad Air is the size of the smaller iPad Pro. Uh, and they're basically, uh, they suggest that you use the magic keyboard um, for the iPad Pro with the iPad Air. So you've got that big square cutout and the iPad Air's only got one tiny little camera to fill it. That's the least Apple thing of this keynote. Very, very true. Cool. We'll send our feedback then. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll email Tim again and uh, he'll blank us once more. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right, Where excellent. can people find out more and, and keep the conversation going, Ravi? So you should follow us on Twitter if you don't already. Um, number one, because Luigi and I post amazing and funny content all the time. Uh, but number two, we're, we're actually blowing up quite, you know. On, Today on was Twitter. massive, we're, we're right? Today was crazy. We, we, we uh, well, I say we, uh, Luigi uh, tweeted something to do with the Apple event using the hashtag. And um, because um, if you tweeted about the Apple event today uh, on Twitter, uh, once you clicked heart, uh, instead of showing the normal heart animation, it showed a special one. Uh, and we got like yeah. 100 likes and he tweeted it and I was at work and my phone just started buzzing like crazy. Yeah, I was it like, was, what is going we got, on We here? got there in like one minute, like one or two minutes. It was, it was unbelievable. Crazy, yeah. It was crazy. Oh, wow. It was, yeah. Anyway, so listen, it's like, it's like when you find a new band 
all right? And you want to tell, you want to let everyone know that you were into them before everybody else was into them. Okay, that's what's going to happen here. So number one, follow us on Twitter so you can say that you were following us before anybody of your friends followed them. Uh, sorry, follow us on Twitter so you can say that you followed us before any of your friends did. Uh, and also, uh, why don't you share this podcast and say, hey, you know, friend, family member, this podcast is awesome. You should you should listen to it because they're going to blow up because we will blow up. Soon enough. Where can they find you personally? So what's the hashtag, man? I want to follow you guys, but where? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Designed by us underscore FM. (laughs) And my personal is Luigi underscore Dintrono. Ravi? Uh, Ravi um, is occupied. Uh, At Ravi is occupied. Nice. This podcast was sponsored by... Alan Dye. There we go. Okay. Well, he will be a guest one day. <laughs> Send your best wishes, Alan. Uh, we'll see you soon here. <laughs>